All right. Your question is, who do you want on your side during the final battle? A giant with a flame sword or a zombie army of those that experienced a shameful death? Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. This week's topic is Norse mythology, so we'll be talking about that. Um, This was recorded live at Maggie's Lounge. We are there every Friday night at 7 p.m., so if you're in the Quincy area, come on down to Maggie's Lounge Friday nights and check out the live show. Before we get started, I want to give a shout out to a couple of our patrons. If you're supporting us on the Patreon page, thank you so much. But this week's shout-out specifically goes to Becca English, one of our very first patrons. Thanks for hopping on board, and enjoy the show. Oh, hey. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Pick a Side, stupid. Yeah. So, this week we are talking about Norse mythology. So, I'm going to guess by the number of questions that were submitted this week that there's not a ton of knowledge in the room on Norse mythology. So, I guess... I will give you a very short primer of some things that we might be talking about tonight. Um, So, Norse mythology is, uh, it's kind of like fake gods. It's kind of like Christianity, but for, but for other people. (laughs) What, we don't call it... We don't call it American mythology when it's Jesus that we're talking about, but when it's Thor, it's mythology, right? So, crea- creation is one of the categories. Look, I didn't come here to argue with you all. I get it. You all believe in the Bible in a very literal sense. I understand that's what you're trying to tell me here. If you disagree with me, that's how I'll take that. So, okay. Um, So creation, that will be a category. In the beginning, there was just uh, ice and fire, and that was it. Okay, that's how Norse mythology starts. And then there's there's one god in the beginning, and he, uh, he... he, it's, you know, it's really a they, because, yeah, they, are, they um, are able to give birth on their own. And when they sweat, they give birth through their armpits. Yeah. To giants. They give birth to giants through their armpits, okay? And then, and then Odin, Odin and his two brothers, nobody knows their names, doesn't matter. You only need to care about Odin, okay? Odin and his two brothers kill the god, okay? 
They they shove him all of his body back into his own skull. That's the earth that we live on, according to Norse mythology. Yes, the earth that we live on. The oceans are his blood. Okay. The trees, all that shit, all vegetation is his hair. Okay. That's how that works. Okay. So you'll need to know that. Gods, we're we're mostly gonna uh, talk about Thor and Loki because I know you're all fans of Marvel. So. I know you're gonna get that. You're gonna. I know you're all gonna be like, I know there's a hammer involved somewhere. Um, animals. There's a lot of strange animals involved in Norse mythology. There's like an eight-legged horse. Loki might have given birth to it. Like you know, maybe we can't. It's an unsubstantiated claim. Look, Loki disappeared. He turned himself into a mare and disappeared with a stallion, and then he was gone for about a year, and then he showed back up with a little eight-legged horse that would never leave his side. And some people think that he fucked that stallion and gave birth to that horse. We can't prove it, okay? We can't prove it. There's no, all right? These are uncorroborated claims. But there's all kinds of weird animals in North mythology. So, and then Ragnarok, this is what we're all looking forward to. This is the end of days. The end of days, lay it on me. There will be a serpent that will, uh, you know, devour. Uh, no, he releases poison. He kills Thor. Uh, the wolf eats, fern, uh, eats Odin. Okay? And then the wolf's two offspring... They eat the sun and the moon. And then it's all over. Okay. Now I think you're all caught up. Oh, wild card? That's, these are all questions about fucking. So they're all, they're all like, do you want to get fucked with a Viking helmet or with a Viking helmet? <laughs> Actually, I, don't, I actually don't think there's any sex questions tonight. Sorry, everybody. So, yeah, I know. I know. I know. Strangely, strangely, when we had our sex debate, 575 questions submitted. We do Norse mythology, 50 questions submitted. All right, so we're going to get right into the debate here. This first debate will be between... Everybody, please welcome Laura Clark and Wayne Mastin. Okay, Laura, would you like to go first or second? Second. Okay, Wayne, you can pick from Creation or Ragnarok. Let's go with Ragnarok, okay. the end of the days. Great. Okay, your question is, um, would you rather be tied to a rock by your own children's intestines with a venomous snake over your head, or have your mouth sewn shut by two dwarfs? I think I'd rather go with option A. Because, you know, this is just a metaphor for life. Being tied down and having poison dripped on you. It's no different than what happens to you every day, right? I mean, life is like a shit sandwich. You know, some days you take a big bite, some days you take a little bite. But every day you take a frickin' bite. 
And the more bread you have, the less shit you have to take in each bite. And that's what that poison and tie down is. So it's no different. So that's where I'm going. has to debate like against Wayne I just <laughs> I, I just want you to argue both sides okay but here's the thing about eating that shit sandwich you can't do it if your mouth's sewn shut <laughs> and like I you know like how some people like I even like any introverts in the crowd some Exactly! <laughs> Fucking exactly! But people will take it as snobbishness. They're like, oh, you think you're better than us? And it's like, no, I just don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to contribute. I'm tired. I would rather be by myself, but I'm here. Like, why is that not enough for you? If my mouth's sewn shut, then it's like, oh, poor Laura, her mouth's sewn shut. Like, you know, like, she's not talking, but I know she wants to be here. I know she's social. We like her. We'll invite her places and give her promotions. It's just like, and like, hey, who cares? Who does the sewing? Time. Two doors, great. So another one of my metaphors for life and for getting along in life is that life is like an ice cream cone. To succeed, you have to lick it before it melts. Well, if your mouth is sewn shut, you're not going to get a chance to lick it, and that means you're just going to fail at whatever it is you try to do in life. So there is no way that I want to have my mouth on shut. You know? I, I got a, a status of life right now that I'm sort of comfortable with. It's not going to get any worse. I don't, I don't want it to get any worse. Chab. I've already failed at everything I set out to do in life, and my mouth's wide open, and I still have to go places and talk to people. So my mouth shut. Let me watch that fucking ice cream cone slowly melt. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm 35. My life is over. It's over. Time. All right. I got to hand the win here to Laura Clark. All right. Next up, everyone, please welcome Joe Polana and Tyler Tuttle. Um, so, let's see, who's, Joe, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'd like to go second, please, Sean. Okay. Um, Tyler, your question's going to be about creation. Yes, it is. So, <laughs> what's the better creation explanation from Norse mythology, that the oceans are made of a god's blood, or that all vegetation is made of a god's hair. Uh, I'll take. I'll, I, I think the bloody ocean is way cooler. Um, one, that means blood is filled with animals. That's new. There's a whale in your blood, so <laughs> that's gonna be something. There's whale shit in your blood. Uh, your your blood's all salty because of the whale cum. It's insane. <laughs> That's why the ocean's salty, guys. <laughs> Blood and cum. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah, uh, but no. Just, that's so much cooler to say. It's like, oh, there, we, I got some pit hair on my front lawn. Or like, I bathe in the blood of the gods. <laughs> because you bathe in the ocean, I guess, back then. That's it. Thank you. 
You could have whale cum in your blood for lots of reasons. <laughs> we don't. We don't need to ask questions. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a Mastodon album. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want the cum of a whale. <laughs> No, but like if if all vegetation is the hair of a god, then uh, some of it's the pubes of a god, and that's kind of neat. Like you're just like, <laughs> like oh, I'm not mowing the lawn. I'm like manscaping Odin's dad. It's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I'm taking a weed whacker to these pubes, <laughs> and my blood's full of whale cum. But that's unrelated to the creation. That's just a hobby. No god of mine's gonna have any fucking pubes. <laughs> Let me tell you. From the neck up, there's hair down here, smooth like a baby seal. <laughs> it's something to see. I want a god that's smooth. You'll oil him up. You can't catch him. It's <laughs> no. And there's only one good reason for whale cum to be in your blood, and that's if you're a god. Any other reason is some Dr. Moreau Time. bullshit. Hey, I don't tell you your hobbies are weird, man. <laughs> I never called you a weird, bad Marlon Brando movie. Uh, oh, hey, you come to me on my daughter's wedding full of whale cum. Like, come on. <laughs> you know, it happens. Uh, we're... He is Italian, I'm Italian, we've had whale come in our blood. Um, point being, Jesus had pubes down to his ankles, and I think we need to accept our one true Lord. And Time. <laughs> All right. Lots of great points here. You know, can't argue that. But there's going to be a winner, and I'm going to call it here for Joe Polana. All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Bill McMorrow and Meg Connolly. Hey, Mel. What's up, buddy? How are you? Great. Okay, Bill, do you want to go first or second? I missed a couple weeks. What happened? Did he break it? Did Lloyd break it? Second, okay. <laughs> Meg, you can pick any category you'd like. Ooh, wild card, please. Wild card, all right. Your question is for Makey. She asks, Animals. which boat would you rather have? Skid Bladner, a fast magical ship that can be folded up and carried in your pocket when not in use, or Nagflar, a ship made entirely of the fingernails and toenails of the dead. Okay, I like these options. I like everything about this. And I gotta go with the toenails, guys. Strong as could be, the best kind of building material you could ever get. You know, it's not like they sell it by the pound. You know, you have to collect that very diligently, you know. Something you can fold up and put in your pocket. I mean, that's bound to break because I've had wallets before, you know. <laughs> you don't want to have a leak, you know. 
You feel bad when you lose a couple coins. Imagine when you lose all your doubloons or whatever the Norse did, you know. <laughs> all your treasure's gone because you didn't trust your toenails. This is a Harry Potter reference, right? Is this, is this, I have no idea, I'll be honest. I don't understand Norse mythology, I never cared for it, I never learned about it. I wouldn't take the toenails. That, uh, the fingernails and toenails of the dead, that shit keeps growing, even after you're dead, it keeps growing. You gotta trim it? You gotta trim somebody else's toenails just to keep your boat and work in order? Like, you gotta get it inspected once a year, probably, at least. You're gonna show up with fucking craggly toenails of the dead? And fingernails, it's not just toenails. Fingernails are gross. We should get rid of them. It's, it's amazing that we haven't adapted yet. And just fucking, who needs them, really, when you get down to it? My, I can put my thing in my pocket. That's pretty dope. Fucking take your boat, you just take it wherever. Fucking put it in your pocket, and then someday you're gonna need it, and you got it in your fucking pocket. Time. Imagine a world where, where Bill McMorrow has a boat where he can just get away anywhere. <laughs> I, got, I, I just I robbed a bank, but I went all the way up to the North Shore real quick. That's my best impression of Bill I can muster. But imagine this, a better world where Bill McMorrow carefully clips the toenails of all the dead people in his family, because I know that's a topic. I have dead people too. He can clip my family's toes and fingers. Time. I don't clip my own damn toenails. I'm not gonna. <laughs> listen, listen. I've I've had a boat before. I'm not bragging, but fucking, you know. But you have a boat in your pocket. All of a sudden, you're a commercial fisherman. <laughs> Just out of nowhere, you're fucking going over a bridge. You're like, I don't even want to be on a bridge anymore. I want to be under a bridge, and I got a boat. <laughs> fucking toenails, though. Those are gross. You guys, hey, you guys got toenails? You ever look at them? You ever look at your feet sometimes? <laughs> Fucking gross. All right. Good, good points. Good points, both of you. But I got to hand the win here to Bill McMorrow. Bunch of fucking toenail lovers. <laughs> okay. Next up, everybody, please welcome Rick Harkness and Chloe Cunha. Rick, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. Okay, Chloe, you can pick from anything but wild card. Ooh, oh boy. I feel like I haven't gone first in a while. Um, anything but wild card, huh? All right, uh, let's do creation. Okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> All right, what, your question is, what's the cooler thing that Odin did uh Giving up an eye to gain more knowledge, or creating the earth from the from the corpse of another god. <laughs> mm. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go ahead with the necromancy. That's cool. Like, yeah, creating the world out of a corpse. That's that's thrifty. I. <laughs> Look, I, I, 
just think that's real. That's good for the environment. It creates an environment. It's just, it's, <laughs> I really, I like the economy of it. You know, hey, I got a corpse. What am I going to do? Ah, the whole world. <laughs> that's nice. The no knowledge is cool too, but uh, we all have the internet now. So it's kind of less, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, like, the internet's stupid, but also it's pretty knowledgeable if you want. But creating a world, that's neat. <laughs> yeah. so, you can't get that out of Michaels. I, yeah, no, I like that. I, you know, if every time I killed someone, I, um, I haven't killed anyone. Um, but I, I, if I did, and I could make a world. Time. Uh, just a few points. Um, on the internet, it did give us Trump and Flat Earth Society, so we might not want to reach out to that one on knowledge. And um, two, as a hippie, I'm against violence, just for this point anyway. Um, so, no, I'm having a fight party tomorrow. Come through. Anyway, um, but, um, but on the other side, I already gave up my eyes for, like, fashion and shit. Like, these were, like, way too expensive for no fucking reason. This was back when I had a tender, so I thought I was going to get something with it, but I didn't, so... I'm already willing to give up eyesight for knowledge, and I'm pretty dumb as shit, so I would love to like, get more knowledge. Like, I just lost my keys the other day, and it's all because I forgot that I left them shits at my job. On purpose. So, yes, I need to give up something. I would love to be blind and gain knowledge. Like, that's fine with me. Like, I'll give up something for that. Like, you got to give up something. You got to go to the gym, give up $20 to like, gain weight and like, look nice. I would love to give rid of these fucking glasses and give a love of money. If I give away glasses or my eyesight, Maybe I can think sometimes or make better decisions. Time. I don't really make good ones. I, I don't want to be a bummer, but I have Warby Parkers, and I don't think they would resell for very much money. <laughs> there, there are cheap glasses. I don't know. Um, but I, I, I'm wearing contacts right now. But, you know, <laughs> I do have very bad eyes as well. <laughs> Woo! High five! <laughs> But listen, we were talking, I, you know, look, you, you don't have to murder the, the enemy to create the world. You could just happen upon the corpse, <laughs> right? Like a scavenger, like a little T-Rex god. <laughs> Time. <laughs> it's just weird. You're just playing around with dead bodies, poking the shit like this. No, don't do that. But what is better, though, is to give up your eyes as a sacrifice. As at first, you get sympathy. Yes or no, everyone loves Stevie Wonder here. Yes? Cool. <laughs> And make some of the greatest music ever. If I, if you could tell me I could be blind and get, not my braids start back here, but kind of start right here, and I could play the piano, <laughs> fuck that shit. Give up my eyes right now. I don't need them shit, yo. My bad. Sorry, Stevie Wonder, but anyway. All right. Uh, ooh, tough call here. I got to hand the win to Rick Harkness. All right. Next up. <laughs> Next up. Everybody, please welcome Shelly Gruenberg and Brianna Woodward. Okay. Shelly, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay, Brianna, you can pick from gods, animals, or Ragnarok. Let's do Ragnarok. Okay, great. Um, your question is, what's the more annoying thing that Loki does? Shaving... 
shaving the blonde, uh, no, not blonde, sorry, gold, golden hair off of uh, Thor's wife, or creating offspring that will bring about the inevitable end of the world? Uh, I'm going to go with the having kids, because that shit's annoying now. Loki, regardless, fuck them kids. Like, we... Uh, very annoying, the reproductive. The carbon footprint is what's really going to bring around Ragnarok, and this is very relevant to now. I'm worried I'm not telling jokes anymore. I'm just giving a TED Talk on current events using Norse mythology. So, yeah, I'm going to go with fuck them kids. Well, from what I know, his kids are tiny little horses. <laughs> You know what's not okay? Shaving other people's wives. <laughs> I've said it once. I've said it a hundred times. Don't shave my wife. <laughs> you know? If he asked, if he said, shave my wife, please. <laughs> then I'd be fine with it. But otherwise... Please don't shave my wife. <laughs> well, <laughs> the hair is gold, and, you know, Loki's got to take care of those horses somehow. So you got to shave the wife. I'm just so distracted by the Borat, my wife. <laughs> like, please don't. Yeah, no, children will forever be more annoying. You can shave me all day. In fact, I wish a bitch would. So, like... <laughs> I will take horses over being not shaving a wife. I can't shave my legs during the wintertime because it makes my skin fall off. <laughs> Hurts real bad. You know, I just don't love how you're blaming climate change on horses. Like, corporations aren't pouring poison into the water. <laughs> you know... Loki can have a little kid if he wants, you know? Loki can have a cool, bald wife if he wants. I'm just saying, wait, Loki's, Loki shouldn't shave Shy. anyone's wife. All right, I gotta hand the win here to Shelly Gruenberg. It's a good matchup. All right, uh, so we're between rounds now. So we'll read some questions that uh, aren't quite scheduled to be on the show, but uh, we'll ask one or two of them at the end. So if you enjoy one of these que questions more than others, uh, make some noise for it. All right, so this question is from Zach Jones. He asks, you see a guy covered in tattoo sleeves of Norse runes, hammers, and lightning bolts. Do you suspect he is a Nazi or a scholar of Nordic history and mythology? I actually don't want to hear the debate about that at all. Like, at all. Okay. Uh, next question. Uh, okay, you need to deceive a giant. Do you, Thor, you're Thor in this scenario, take Loki's suggestion and dress as a bride... Or tell Loki to do it his damn self because he's a shapeshifter anyways. Okay. This question is from Joe Polana. He asks, is, quote, taking the Rainbow Bridge to Valhalla more likely a reference to mythology or butt stuff? 
You guys always want to end the que- end the show on a sex joke. Every time. Okay. All right. May Keith asks, who would win a battle for lyrical talent? TLC, the beloved R&B group of the 90s, or Odin, who once drank all of poetry? It's a good battle right there. Okay. Pete Andrews wants to know, if you put Thor's hammer in an elevator and it is lifted from the lobby to the third floor, is the elevator worthy of the powers of Thor? (laughs) I don't know. I might have to ask Wayne. Wayne, is that a Norse mythology thing or is that a Marvel thing? It's a Marvel thing, right? Because in Norse mythology, fucking everybody's picking up that hammer. Giants steal it all the time. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to get rid of that one. It's a false premise. We only deal with hard Norse mythology facts. Herod, pick a side, stupid. All right. And then this one's from May Keith, who asks, which magical quality would you want your pets to have? That you can kill them and eat them every night and resurrect them every morning, or that they can fly. I really like that one. I'm going to ask it anyways. (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's start round two. Uh, First up in round two, everybody please welcome Matt MacArthur and Sean Rosa. Okay, Matt, do you want to go first or second? Second, please. All right. Sean, you can pick any category you'd like. Uh, I'll pick Ragnarok. Ragnarok, all right. Yeah. This is our final Ragnarok question. The, it's the end. <laughs> it is. All right. I got to hand the win here to Sean Rosa. All right. Your question is, who do you want on your side during the final battle? A giant with a flame sword or a zombie army of those that experienced a shameful death? Uh, the flame sword guy. Oh, like a... a, a uh, sh- the 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 zombies like first of all zombies on their own are terrible, and you add shameful deaths to that. Oh oh yeah, I'm gonna win the army for the the battle of the the world with a bunch of weirdos prat falling all over the place. <laughs> just uh, just just a guy just a bunch of guys who got their arms stuck in vending machines. <laughs> That's my military. No, give me a flame sword so that I can I can slice up a bunch of guys who got their fucking heads stuck in mop buckets or whatever. <laughs> Losers. Uh, first of all, zombies are pretty nothing on their own, but it's all about the numbers. It's the, the zombies are the people. 
don't you understand? This is why we're getting nowhere in this fucking country. It's because we're not coming together like a bunch of mindless pieces of shit, which is what we are, and that's what we need to do. We need to walk around drooling and saying the shit we heard on the internet, and that's how you get the power. But also, it doesn't need to be people who have that kind of shameful death. You don't have to be that literal. Every fucking night, I go into an open mic, and I watch comedians die shameful deaths, and they shamble off stage going, I should fucking quit, I should kill myself, and I'm like, no, what we should do is join my army of shitty fucking open mic comics and take this goddamn, I don't know what war we're fighting, but we're going to get out there and say, we all want a Netflix special, but we're terrible. Time. Oh, you really want an army of stand-up comics? Oh, you're you want everybody who's just like, "Oh, uh, you know what? I have I'm a better military man than the fucking national headliners that are around." Also, zombies are an al- like the the point of zombie stories are like, "Oh, the humans are the monsters really." But that doesn't apply when you're literally a fucking god. Time. <laughs> don't act like you don't want an army of shitty comedians. I mean, I see you out here every night, too. We're already doing this. None of us, ha- I don't mean you're a shitty comic. I mean, we're surrounded by it. I mean, I- I'm a fan. I'm a fan. All right, fine. Fuck it. He sucks. I don't know what you guys want from me. No, he's wonderful. But that's, we're already, none of us has to be here. We're electing to be around this fucking garbage. I'm a part of that, so you can go ahead and say I suck too. I, I accept that greatly because I'm going to be in the match. Time. All right. Well, I think you made some both both made some great points here. Uh, but I got to hand the win to Matt MacArthur and his zombie army. Is this shameful enough of a death? No, my friend. You go to Valhalla tonight. That was a worthy warrior's death. All right. <laughs> I mean, the vending machine line was real good. That almost got that. That almost won it right there. I was, but uh, all right. Next up, everybody, please welcome Laura Clark and May Keith. Okay, Laura, do you want to go first or second? second. The show is so adorable sometimes. <laughs> Uh, okay, May, yeah. you can pick anything except Ragnarok. Let's do animals. Animals, okay. Your question is from Wayne Mastin. He asks, cooler transport animal. Odin's horse that was extremely fast because it had eight legs. Or the goats that pulled Thor's chariot and could also be eaten every night for dinner? Uh, It's the dinner goats. (laughs) That's just fantastic. I mean, the eight-legged horse, like, I mean, I'm not even sure that the legs and the speed have anything to do with each other, because I have two legs, and I am not very fast. And there's an Olympic runner with no legs. The, The Blade Runner guy, you remember him? Yeah, he had he had the fake legs. He is so much faster than I am. Zero legs. I have two legs. The eight-legged horse? I don't know. And by the way, if we're counting legs, two goats, that's eight legs right there, and you can eat them. 
every night. Really, there's, there's nothing more intimate than that. I mean that emotionally, but also physically. Eat your goats, you guys, and then wake them up the next day, and then eat them again. Okay, you're talking about Oscar Pistorius, who murdered his girlfriend. I would rather have a horse with eight legs and therefore, like, eight times the non-murder <laughs> impulses toward me. Uh, I would be the horse's girlfriend. Um. <laughs> right? That's how it works, right? Like, Thor the horse. Um, let's see. I don't know. I, I'm not... I'm not in... I'm not into, like, eating... Like, you have to look the goats in the eye, and, like, every night. Like, they don't remember. They got eaten. They're looking at you with those, like, weird goat eyes, like, you're betraying me again and, like, again. <laughs> like, I, it hurts me when I have to put a sweater on a dog because they feel so betrayed. But imagine taking out a knife and fork, like, oh, it's your turn. Time. They don't know. All right, first of all, I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat, eat meat eat meat anyway, but I would eat meat if I had a chance to look him in the eyes, kill him, wake him up the next day, eat him again. Second point, that guy, yeah, he murdered his girlfriend, but if she woke up again the next day, it would have been fine. Third point, you say that you, you, you want to date your eight-legged horse, but here's the thing, the horse works for you, and I think it's a little exploitive to make your employees sleep with you. don't have a good diet, they eat cans. Um, I don't want, like, chewing on my beloved pet and then, like, uh, hit a can, my gum's all cut up. It's, they got horns, they got all that hair. It's like, it goes into mohair or cashmere or whatever, but, like, before it's cashmere, it's very prickly. Um, and all that's in your mouth. Time. I love my horse. All right. Solid, solid points, but I gotta hand the win here to May Key. Okay, next up, everybody, please welcome Bill McMorrow and Joe Polana. Hey, buddy. Okay, so Bill, do you want to go first or second? Second. Okay, Joe, you can pick from. God's creation or wild card? Uh, I'll do wild card, please. Okay, this is our final wild card question. Your question is, you're about to get married, and your bride-to-be just ate an entire ox by themselves. Are you still going through with this wedding, or are you calling it off? I'm not. I'm not calling it off over eating a whole ox by yourself. That's like a, that's a sign of power. I like a strong, independent woman who's marrying a, me. <laughs> I don't. I, I'll overlook a lot for that. Like, oh, you're here. Cool. Like, I don't care. Look, if it's a kid, I'll still marry you. Like, you could eat whatever. Uh, I'm not here to judge. Uh, I do think, like, also, I'm not, like, a good Norseman. Like, 
it was like 40 degrees out and I've been sniffling all day. Like I need someone else who can shoulder my battles for me. Like I need I need a woman who eats an ox and then conquers Ireland. Like that's a <laughs> And that's a sexual innuendo when it comes to this pasty white boy. <laughs> How much meat you think is on an ox? Is it like a full-grown ox? What is an ox? What is that, like a cow? What is that, a bull? What is Norse mythology? I don't fucking even... I mean, I guess this wedding's over. I mean, I didn't get to eat any of the ox. She's a little fucking ox without me. You know I'm hungry. We're going to take pictures after this. We're not, they're not even going to start serving food for like fucking three more hours. You fucking smell like ox. That's all I'm going to smell the whole time is delicious ox coming out of your face. And then I got to kiss you. You can kiss the bride. Well, why can't I eat the ox? Oh, because she already ate it all. This wedding's off. I can't do this. I probably should have broke it off earlier. That's on me. I apologize that your whole family came over from, uh... Time. You get to kiss a lady and have wonderful ox taste? Win-win. Uh, I don't see the downside here. Uh, I, I, do, I do think um, it's good that she ate all the ox because, like, wedding... Wedding etiquette would dictate if, like, the ox was there for both of us, we'd have to, like, weirdly put the raw meat in each other's faces <laughs> instead of eating it. That'd be so gross. But, like, yeah, just eat it all. I don't want to deal with that. Uh, I'll, I'll eat a cake. Whole ox, that's you, babe. Like, <laughs> you got it. But she already ate the cake. There's no cake left. You think she's going to eat a fucking full ox and then leave cake? If you eat, listen, hey, we all get hungry. Listen, I get it. I get it. But if you're going to eat a full ox, leave cake. Leave me some ox. What, I can't have the ankles? What, are you going to eat the fucking ankles too? This wedding is off. Hey, can we get a, the deposit on the ox meat back? Because I didn't even Time. get any. All right. Well, I got to hand the win here to Joe Polana. Yeah, Joe had the, the benefit of going first that time, which was the correct side to be on. Okay. Norse mythology. So the tale from what we were just talking about there Icarus. was that... Tell them about Icarus. That's not... Mm. <laughs> that one was that a giant stole Thor's hammer, and to get it back, the giant promised that he'd give it back if he could marry a goddess. Was it Freya? Freya? Yeah. If he could marry Freya, he'd give the, uh, give the hammer back, and they were like, no way we're fucking giving up Freya. Let's dress Thor as a bride and just go get this hammer. And so they did. And then Thor ate an entire ox in front of the guy, the giant. And the giant was like, cool. This seems legit. 
Anyways, uh, that's pretty much the whole story. And then they get the hammer back because they're like, oh, that, yeah, now that we're going to get married, let's see that fucking hammer. And then they gave it to him, and then Thor just hit him with it and killed him. Giants are typically pretty dumb. So our finalists tonight, everybody please welcome Joe Polana and Makey. Holy shit. Okay. So the fun thing about this is that all three of the questions that you guys liked for the final question of the night were written either by May Keith or Joe Polana. So we're going to pick the one that I liked the best out of those three. All right. Um, Joe, do you want to go first or second? Um, can I go second, please, Sean? Sure. May, your question is, which magical quality would you rather... This was written by you. By me, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which right. magical quality would you rather your pets had you can kill them and eat them every night and resurrect them in the morning or they can fly okay so here's just a true thing about me i have a little terrier mix rescue dog named nixon i love him so much he is horrible he's he's awful he's a rescue he hates everyone except for me uh, he does awful things all the time. He's just this horrible little mess. Actually, we took him to a trainer for the long, a long time, and the trainer implied that he's autistic for a dog, which <laughs> I, I don't know if she's allowed to say that, but she said that. So I don't want him just flying around my apartment. What I do want is the ability to kill him every night, get a couple moments peace, and then wake him up in the morning and love him just as much as ever. But like, if he has a flying ability, now what? I gotta have him on a leash all the time and it's like a balloon. What happens if I let him go? If he goes up too high? I can't fly, I can't go get him. He's not gonna survive up there. I need to be able to murder him, have a couple hours of like being able to have sex without him freaking out. Like, what are you doing to my mom? No. Time. Now, this is gonna sound bad, but I work with children with autism. So, if you wanna keep your autistic dog from flying away, just keep a couple train tracks on the ground. That's it, they'll come back every time. It's, <laughs> I didn't make the rules, uh, but um, here's the, <laughs> you just got a, like a good scale model of the red line. They're coming flying back, because, uh, it's bad. Uh, <laughs> Might cost me my job, but uh, <laughs> it's the facts. Uh, but uh, no, here's the thing about killing them and eating them. You're not going to finish the whole dog, so you're just going to get a new dog plus this weird half a dog, and it's going to just become a Cronenberg nightmare where it's just like too many part of a dog's and a new sweet boy. And it's like, if he can just fly and come back for the red line. Time. <laughs> All right, well, like, the other part of it is that um, I forgot my point, because you're so funny, and Cronenberg is so scary. But <laughs> joke's on you. My dog is very afraid of trains. Uh, yeah, he's afraid of everything. But all right, I also would save money because I don't have to pay for food anymore. So now I can murder my dog, feed myself, maybe the homeless, if I feel like it. 
give back to society a little bit to make up for maybe killing the thing that loves me unconditionally more than anyone else Chan. ever could. All right, I'll, I'll say my last comments would be frowned upon at my job. What would be more frowned upon would be killing a child and then eating him. <laughs> they do not like that <laughs> in the autism community. They don't, they don't enjoy that. Uh, you should leave things that are alive alive. That's my big stance. If it's alive, let it be alive. Uh, yeah, don't kill things unless... You feel like it? Whoops. Chan. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, there's no way that I could choose a winner on this final debate, so I'm going to need your help. Go into the Pick a Side Stupid Facebook group right now and choose your winner, either May Keith or Joe Polana. All right. Well, now looking at the final votes, how you guys voted this evening. You chose your winner, and our winner of the Norse Mythology debate is May Key. That was Pick a Side, Stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And that is our show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back again next Friday night and every Friday night at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy at 7 p.m. with a different topic each time. So thank you so much to our patrons. Uh, if you want to sign up for the Patreon for five bucks a month, you get some extra access to stuff that isn't up on iTunes or anywhere else. So uh, check that out. We now have a YouTube channel, so if you want to see videos from the show, check that out. You can subscribe to Pick a Side Stupid on YouTube. Thanks to our friend Desmond for coming down and videotaping the past few shows. Uh, we look forward to having him at many more. And we do these shows every Friday night at Maggie's Lounge, 7 p.m. We do shows every Monday night at Maggie's Lounge at 8 p.m. And we have free stand-up comedy shows right in the heart of Boston, in Back Bay, at the Poor House, down in the basement, every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. They get half-priced chicken there. It's a pretty good deal. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you soon.